0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen, or they gently ask me to watch a movie that I've never seen. I'm Lauren, and I do not at all know how to put makeup on.
1: Hey, y'all. I'm Smiley, and I love popping my knuckles, like, about every 30 minutes or so.
2: <laughs> I'm Amber, and I just started using an eye cream and a face serum, and I don't know if they work or not. And on this episode, we've all never seen. Death becomes her.
1: be beady, bing.
0: Beady bum <laughs> So this is different because. We've li- we've all never seen this movie. This was very spontaneous. It's super fun. And I think it was Smiley, right? It was you, Smiley? That was like yeah. Hey.
1: So it's, mm-hmm. it is going to be different because, you know, before we... One of us has seen it and has like a background or a memory or something that pops mm-hmm. up. So we're not going to like be super smart about this movie. We're like first time <laughs> viewers. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I... It went up on Netflix, but I've seen it a lot like on HBO when I'm like scrolling... What's on, t- you know, on the app or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then until when on Netflix that people were sharing that scene where Meryl Streep takes the serum or the potion or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, like it looks really good. And then I text the group chat and convince Lauren to do it in three days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it worked. Didn't we talk about like, isn't this a Halloween movie? I did. I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, I think I get it confused with uh, the witches of Eastwick or whatever
1: that is. Mm, Which that's the kind of vibe I got from it. Yeah, like I've never seen that one either because I mm-hmm. get like I get like a eh, vibe from it, and that's kind of what I got from the poster. But I I really didn't get like a Halloween thing. I I don't know why, <laughs> but yeah, why did why haven't you never seen it, Amber?
2: Well, okay, so I got the, uh, sorry, before I was going to interrupt you, and then you were so politely just um, (laughs) directed to me. Uh, It's been so long since I've talked. Um, (laughs) I don't know why, but I've never seen it. I I always got like the kind of Beetlejuice vibes from it, like that kind of Tim Burton, like dark comedy. But I just... Maybe it was a title. I was just, like, not into it because of the title. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a really bad marketing move for somebody who's who grew up watching. Because I love Beetlejuice. I love, like, all those Tim Burton movies, like, growing up in that moment.
1: Mm-hmm. But, like,
2: Death Becomes Her wasn't part of that. So I'm not I sure. Agree. Like, why, even though, like, it has Meryl Streep. It has Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Willis. And I love Goldie Hawn.
1: See that's what I thought too. Like Beetlejuice came to mind, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I love Beetlejuice. Like mm-hmm. it's the movie we saw when we were little with the whole family. I'm like, why didn't we do that with this movie? You know. So maybe yeah. it is the title. Um, I went. I'm gonna be the Alex of this podcast, but I heard yes. that they had like, like, uh, like three like options for titles and i don't have them on hand so i'm a bad alex (laughs) but they were like (laughs) around like it was kind of like you're dead comma baby or like some cheesy shit from the 80s i mean late it was 1982 that they came out but it was like bad titles Mm. um so yeah and also um i read that they had to like redo the ending because it sucked uh so i think they did have some trouble like launching this movie out so mm-hmm. i think oh, it wow. was marketing maybe <laughs> they couldn't yeah pick,
2: i don't know death what becomes her sounds like super like old old fashioned, or like a dramatic book title mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not yeah. really like for a fun campy like dark comedy i yeah mm-hmm. i don't think it's ever i don't think it and it's not even that like it's both of them there's two women mm-hmm. like, i don't know what i don't yeah. know Like it's supposed to mean yeah, who's
0: who's her then, I guess. Like her I think the title. that was something I was wondering about was so who do, who's the main character? And then it's like, okay, it's like a dual thing, I like which I loved. I them two together, holy shit, like it was fucking mm-hmm. awesome. They're mm-hmm. so good together. Um, but I don't know. I like I think the only association I ever had with this movie was literally the cover of the movie. That's mm-hmm. it. Like Senior. I had never heard of it, had an opportunity to watch it. I just always saw the cover. Like, maybe even at, like, Blockbuster or something.
2: Oh, I don't even remember the cover.
1: Something me and Amber brought up on the group mm-hmm. chat is that this is our first Meryl Streep movie that we've seen that's not after the 2000s. What about you, Lauren? <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow.
0: I've seen Kramer versus Kramer, but, like, ugh, like, I don't know if many years ago but um and then she did come out in a Woody Allen movie I think but very right. briefly very very yeah. briefly um but not that at the top of my head I can't really think of any other ones that she had been in but I I knew Kramer versus Kramer was a big deal so mm-hmm. I watched it but I kind of want to do like a Meryl Streep month you know what I mean like so yes. we could talk about- it would be super fun to do
1: you know, as a millennial, you hear like, oh, Meryl Streep's amazing. She's been nominated and has won so many Oscars. And I think, me, I've been like, okay, I believe you. Even though I've never seen like her Oscar winning movies, you know, like from before mm. the 2000s. Yeah. So, it- yeah. Wasn't
2: Kramer versus, versus Kramer the one where she got a, an Academy Award?
0: It's one of them. I think because that was a huge movie back then with Dustin Hoffman and mm-hmm. it was about divorce, which is. Which I mean, in the seventies, was a pretty big thing back then. See.
1: Uh, hold hold that thought. Uh, something yeah. that pops up with divorce is Goldie Hawn saying, "Divorce in California," and I didn't get that from the movie. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> is it like money or something, or like, what is it about divorcing mm-hmm. someone in California?
2: I think people just because they're so rich, they just cheat on each other, and they're just fulfilled by that instead they just, of like, like, live along, like the move on. He, yeah, and instead of, like, dragging out, like, the embarrassment and the humiliation yeah. of, like, oh, my God, she only got $2 million in this mm. divorce. Oh she God. is so poor. Do not invite her <laughs> to our next party. <laughs> She's divorced. Do not invite her. That's what I get from it. Like, rural Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, mm-hmm. I would rather let my husband cheat on me, uh, and I can cheat on my husband, and we can just be together for. For the convenience of not having to go through money and, you know, that kind of, like, actual public humiliation, even though I'm sure, like, well, they mentioned in the movie, like, everybody knows that she, that, um, what's her name? Madeline. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep's character that she's cheating on, you know, her husband and everybody
1: knows.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Do you think he knew?
1: Probably.
2: Probably.
0: Mm. The beginning is so damn good.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. it's just the sequence when they're at her show, which
2: it was a good show. Why were people leaving? I, I, I thought it I was,
1: was like... good too. <laughs> I thought
3: it
2: was good too. I was like, why are people leaving? It's maybe so because good. we're
1: porn. We don't know theater,
2: but <laughs> <laughs> and theater and like Broadway in like the seventies, mm-hmm. and I don't even know why people. It seemed like people didn't like her as an actress either, or maybe they. I were got just this upset.
1: like mm. Sally Bow from Cabaret feel from it because Sally yeah. Bow is not supposed to be like a good actress or singer. She's just has a charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent behind it. Mm. But yeah, I liked the beginning. Uh, I felt <laughs> like it really like okay, I see what's going on. Because before when I when I read the bio, I guess is that what you call it in the movie? Like what it's about. Like a um,
0: synopsis too, yeah.
1: Yeah, like it says, oh, this woman is trying to get back at her friend for sitting her husband. And I, when I very read that, I thought, oh, Meryl Streep is the innocent one. Um, Me too. That's, <laughs> that's what I got. And and <laughs> according to at the internet, uh, Meryl Streep thought she was auditioning for the Helen part, um, but oh. or I, yeah, I guess she thought she was going to play that part, but she ended up playing Madeline.
2: Mm. And I loved her in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Damn. I was looking at her like, okay, everyone knows her because she's been nominated for so many Oscars, but it looks like she's only won four, I think, or three. Oh. Um, No, three it is. Yeah. So she did win for Kramer versus Kramer. Another big one that I need to sit down and watch is Sophie's Choice. I've never seen it. Oh,
2: yes. I haven't seen that one either. Everybody Uh always like, reference it, references it.
0: Yeah. And um, then she went for the Iron Lady, which I didn't see either. But
2: yeah, Don't yeah. Do it. I fell asleep. I was watching with my mom, and I Same. fell asleep. <laughs> that one in the King's Speech. Sorry to this man.
1: <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I believe you. should did a good job, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um.
0: So this is a new segment that we're going to try to keep going. Um, is we're going to be reading what parents need to know on Common Sense Media. And they do have something on here on Ooh. what parents need to know about Death Becomes Her. Okay. So parents need to know that Death Becomes Her is a 1992 macabre comedy. Sorry, I cannot read. M A C A B R E. What is that word? M A C B R E. Macabre? Macabre?
2: Oh my God. I
0: don't macabre. know. That. Macabre. Macabre?
1: Mm hmm.
2: Oh my god. I don't know either. I can't read. I don't even know what that means. Me either.
0: I'm not, yeah. We'll say maca you know what? I'm gonna I'll look it up real quick and then I'll redo it. But I'm curious. I'm like, what in the macabre?
2: But there's an R.
0: (laughs) Macabre Oh. (laughs) Macab. Okay. Alrighty. (laughs) Disturbing and horrifying because of involvement with depiction of death and injury. That's what that word means. That's a big definition for that little word. I love
3: it.
0: Yeah. It's a nice word. Okay. So parents need to know that Death Becomes Her is a 1992 macabre comedy about a deadly threesome, two vain female frenemies, and the man whose life they jointly ruined. Excessive drinking is shown. So is a potion that brings you you back youth, but also bestows immortality, which it turns out isn't as fun as it sounds. Language includes shit, tits, and bitch. A woman has an affair with a younger man mm -hmm, who is cheating on her. (laughs) That was stuff like that. Uh, Bare buttocks are seen for a few seconds. Impotence is discussed. Violence is played for comedy. A man and a woman plot to kill someone. A man chokes a woman and then lets her fall down a long flight of stairs.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, that's what they need to know.
2: Okay. Yeah. They kind of just gave the whole movie away, but okay. I know. <laughs> they could have just said they're instances of, uh, you know, nudity. Right. Domestic exactly. violence.
1: <laughs> so after y'all saw it, what kind of movie would you categorize it as? Um, just to give a background when I was reading again the Mm -hmm. facts about the movie they mentioned that they never mentioned zombie or the undead and that Mm -hmm. I I was like mind blown I'm like whoa they are zombies you know they they are the walking dead you know (laughs) but the movie never says that out loud and I never thought about that when I first watched it I was like okay they're just alive but they're dead (laughs) but it's I don't know it was like a good way to hide that this is not a zombie movie but it was
0: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I even thought it's like it's like they're vampires,
2: but they don't have to like drink blood, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Because they stay young and beautiful forever. Because zombies don't, they're not beautiful. They're really like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're real gross, like right off the bat. Well, and I guess I don't I don't see it as a zombie movie for these reasons. Because they're not mm-hmm. brought back to life from the dead. Mm. They have just like immortality
1: (laughs) they just died
2: (laughs) i mean they have immortality which means they Mm -hmm. can't die Mm. because they can get shot and everything and they can look the same and then like it's also i think that woman said it kind of delays the process of becoming older like by a long time Mm -hmm. and so she had they have like she's like girl you got 10 good years of being younger yeah and then after that you have to disappear from from the public and then we see at the party later all those like old movie stars who (laughs) were still alive and they look the same but Mm -hmm. at the end i don't know if it's just like a shoddy job that they do with the paint and the type of paint but they look all like flaky yeah yeah i don't know i guess because zombies are like you have to be under the ground Kind of thing, like, or been dead because you have been rotted. Your skin is rotted already. Mm -hmm. And then you come back to life. And, like, them is, like, you're supposed to take care of your body. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself. Because then it's, like, uh, taking care of, like, a car kind of thing. Like, maintenance. Like, or not even a car. It's just, like, once you get shot, she has to, like, put stuffing into her body. (laughs) Because it's, like, that's it. You yeah, know, or her neck, like that extra skin is still like visible from where mm. she snaps her neck from falling down the stairs, Merle Street or Madeline. Uh, so I yes. wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would. I'm more along the lines of Lauren. Like I saw more like a vampire movie, like Forever Young kind of thing. Except they don't have to kill anybody or eat, drink blood. They just have to mm. make sure that they don't fall down. They don't get shot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that girl was like, you need to take care of your body. I felt like, oh, don't get fat or, you know, <laughs> I that's what I got <laughs> from it. I didn't get like, don't die or don't hurt yourself. Because I, I feel like when I think of immortality, I feel like self-healing or like, you know, a sustainable body that lives forever. Mm-hmm. Um, So I like it did open my eyes when I saw the word zombie and undead at the Mm -hmm. end because of how their legs were kind of like wobbly uh and their body was like just like not all there anymore like they weren't even beautiful anymore you know yeah um and it's not just like the outer like the face how it looked but just their body composure you know like it was not nice (laughs) and that's what um when th- whenever they're like, oh, you lost your index finger because you keep popping your fingers, your knuckles. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, you know. <laughs> so it's like, you know, their bodies are getting weak. And I feel like it, like what Amber said, it's not mm-hmm. um, immortality forever, but it's like a slowing of the process of getting older. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a bit confusing to get around the first time. Like, what does this potion actually do, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: I have to say, I could not stop laughing with the way Meryl was walking down the stairs at the end. Her oh, legs yeah.
2: were like, <laughs> no, they were mm-hmm. all fucked up. It looked painful too. I was like, oh, it, it looks does. like, like, why are you wearing heels then? Mm-hmm. It looked super <laughs> painful, like the way they were both walking.
0: Yeah, it. Was... I'm surprised because the makeup was so bad, like. Like it's something I would do. The way they did the eyebrows, it's like painted black. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. This did come out in 1992, so that could have been the eyebrows. Then it actually came oh, out yeah. like in the summer. So like July, I think it's July 31st, uh, 1992. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Um, but this is, this was not what I expected at all. Like, okay, so let's I guess go into favorite characters. Who are y'all really taken with? Was there a certain person that you really, really liked?
1: Um, I think it's not just the character but the actress, because I love Goldie Hawn. Like I feel I like know. she can be my best friend and we can laugh at everything. Um mm-hmm. and I don't know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Meryl Streep is of course an amazing actress, but she does have her like her thing where she kind of looks similar in movies. You know, like her little mm-hmm little things she does with her face or her fingers or eyebrows. Um, but Goldie Hawn is more natural, like, yeah. you know, at being like a nice, funny, or insecure person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd say Helen.
2: And Amber? I don't know. I really liked all three of them mm-hmm. because I love Goldie Hawn. The first Goldie Hawn movie I saw was Overboard. Mm-hmm. And That's mm-hmm. like, I think, like 80s or 90s movie. Yeah. And she's hilarious, and of course, I do like I do like seeing Meryl Streep as like a mean like a mean girl or like a villainous character. Yeah, you know I like I like seeing her in those roles. But I also I love seeing Bruce Willis in like outside of action movies.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. I, I love know.
2: seeing him. <laughs> yes, like like in the Fifth Element, love mm-hmm. it. Love him in the Fifth Element. I like. Yeah, I like that he played us like a like a gentle masculine but like this guy has feelings and he's sensitive lead mm-hmm. and then this one he's kind of playing like a,
1: a nerdy
2: kind of guy <laughs> you he's know
1: complicated like he
2: is so complicated.
1: he's nerdy but fucking like a weak person
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <No. laughs> I'm like girl let him go he
1: mm-hmm. ain't worth
2: it if he yeah. leaves you for your best friend after he's like babe I love you of course not you got nothing to worry about <laughs> That and then he's all, like, you know, like, like I, 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 I really like them all. I think they're. I think I would me on my own, not having seen all of their, you know, movies. I still would not mm-hmm. have guessed that Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn and Bruce Willis would have all done a movie together. Yeah, um,
1: that it wasn't serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So I don't know. That was what made it so good, I think. It's when it's when the pairings just like, you know, you don't see it. I think now we've never seen that really. Um, but Bruce Willis, he's super funny. Like it's kind of sometimes mm-hmm. you forget about it just because you're so distracted by like die hard or other stuff like that. Like I'm trying to kind of see I know he did look who's talking, right? That's like, right. Yeah, he was he the, did voice the voice of the kid hmm i'm just trying to figure out like was that after this movie because i knew it was like super it was like early 90s i believe yeah mm-hmm. yeah he he did it in 1990 he did look who's talking too so that was like the sequel <laughs> and so the, okay yeah but i wonder if even back then they were like oh he's actually super funny
1: who was your favorite character norm
0: I think it's Meryl because of the diva aspect. Like, it was just so good, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I forgot about the age part. (laughs) Her asking her or whatever. I don't know, just the... And even when she would get ready, too, I think it was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, she'd, like, slide the road. (laughs) In the beginning, I swear, the beginning was, like, my favorite part. I actually... I watched this movie in parts because I got super tired. So I watched the first part, I watched like the first hour, so then this on the second, you know, this morning actually is when I watched finished the rest of it, and I could not stop laughing. It's just those first, like, I guess 20 minutes, then the last 20 minutes are just so good. And mm-hmm. it's funny because <laughs> right after I finished it, I watched Overboard for the first time. <laughs> mm. I had where? never seen it. Um, Where? Mm-hmm. Um... It was just on TV. I don't mm. know. I think Eric recorded it. So we were looking through his TiVo and he put that one on or whatever. the Not TiVo, but, you know, his pre-recording. Yeah. So it was super cute. And that's why I was like, oh, this is so nice, like, to watch her performance in this movie and then her and one of her biggest, which is Overboard. So, uh, but, you know, throughout the movie and I, I told Eric this, I was like, oh, my God, every
2: time I see her, I see Kate Hudson, like her it mannerisms. I love yes. it. Lauren, now that you bring that up. Um, mm-hmm. that red dress that, that Helen wears at her like book launch party, <gasps> I was like, it looks almost it looks just like it looks like a red version of the yellow dress that Kate Hudson wears in How to Get Rid of a Guy in Ten Days where Ooh. they're at that, that jewelry party.
3: It yeah. has
2: the same little cross section in the back. I'm looking at pictures mm-hmm. right now. And it's like the skimpy, you know, the real sleek and um long style of it I was like it looks the same I don't know if it's supposed to be a reference to Mm -hmm. that dress but it was I love that little
1: well can we talk about how amazing their bodies looked? and they were like in their (laughs) Mm -hmm. mid-40s I like how (laughs) I like how they're like how old is she they're like she's fifty. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Bruce just like pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> and I like her. She's like, we need to go right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something about that I was curious, like, because in the beginning you don't, and I loved this, like, storytelling wise. They don't really establish why they hate each other. Mm-hmm, I really yeah. liked that, and then I think I wrote it as one of my favorite scenes in the movie was when they're fighting each other with the shovels, yeah. they're kind of t- like bringing up childhood. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they've known each other forever. Like they've been friends or, you know, somewhat friends. And they're kind of letting it all out. So I'm like, okay, so this is how y'all know each other. Because you wonder, where does it begin? Because you see the hatred of like of Helen when she's watching that movie. She's rewinding it.
2: <laughs> constantly. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite part.
0: <laughs> Goldie Hawn's amazing yeah I know that that <laughs> when she was like bigger I was like oh my god
2: <laughs> it was funny they like, had she her ended. bend
1: over <laughs> yeah. yeah I was like <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god that's the thing this movie was really funny but also mm-hmm. I get what I think when you finished Amber you texted like this movie's dark like it got dark And I'm like, yeah, it, it, it it does. It's weird. Like it's not uncomfortable or anything, but it's like, Oh fuck. Like, especially the way it ended
2: too. There's just so many, like, I guess it touches. I mean, it does. It touch up on a lot of like real life situations and like fears, but then there's Uh like, there's just, I think, and I don't know if all this came out like at the same time in the nineties, but there was like, what what was the case? Because I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk about the part where like Bruce Willis is like, yeah, uh we'll kill her. That's the only way we'll get rid of her. Yeah, and I can be with you. He's all stupid or whatever because he's going for it. Goddamn <laughs> oh, man, he's so dumb. His character is so dumb and easy in this movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then like you know he's pushed and he chokes her. And you know they're trying to just come up with this whole idea of like, we're just gonna bury her and it's gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like, well, before the 2000s, like it was almost like the Wild West, like you could do stuff like that, and people would like take for like the police would take forever to figure stuff out, Mm -hmm. you know, because there was no cameras and there was no like text messages. Like they only reference like the phone call, and it was like easily like they're like, okay, we'll just say that she fell down the stairs while you're on the phone with me. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's it. Like, they can't. like, And it's true. Like, Helen's, like, what are they going to do? They can't Mm -hmm. do anything. They just have to take these rich people's word, you know, on, like, text message and stuff like that. So I was just, like, this is, I mean, like, rooted in reality where people would do that, you know. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it just seems like it was harder to prove things like that back then. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of, like. You know, he references it like, oh, yeah, people could get people killed. And it was like really easy.
1: Yeah. And Ernest is like whenever um, Hell shoots, uh, Madeline shoots Helen, uh, Bruce Willis is like, the neighbors are going to hear everything. And uh, (laughs) Meryl Streep is like, when have we seen our neighbors ever? You know, Um, (laughs) and I I, like brought up on the group chat again, um, um, the Menendez brothers who like they shot their parents like at 9pm or 11pm oh, yeah. at night mm-hmm. and no no one called the cops like no neighbor called the cops at all like they had to call the cops and like fake their own phone call you know that they were like yeah. not part of it Um. so yeah like even then like rich neighborhoods don't even like care what's going on you know like right next door and then I think about um American Crime Story when Sarah Poulsen's character is like Brentwood no one gets murdered in Brentwood or something like that so yeah. it's like like the kind of life the rich people live, where they could have gotten away with it if they wanted to.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, I was like, I I saw it again because again, you know, we mentioned we've all never seen it, so I saw it again right mm-hmm. before this. Um, and I was thinking of like, this could have easily been a very bad movie if they didn't have like the caliber of actors in the movie. You know, like it could have easily been been super cheesy or. The line mm. delivery, you know, like I, I feel like it, it should have been like Oscar caliber actors on there, um, because I like it, again, it's very campy, very out there, and mm-hmm. it could have easily like been a flop. I, I that's what I got. Like even with Meryl Streep lines, I was like on the edge of like, oh, is is it gonna like look bad or not bad, but like is the delivery not gonna be all there? Um Yeah. So I feel like they've were really needed, like really good actresses to pull this movie off.
2: I, You know, you bring that up slightly and I think about, I listened to a little bit of the House Bunny episode the other day and I can't remember where I read it, but supposedly Emma Stone is really embarrassed about coming out in that movie. Oh, Or she's like, what? it's like, like she just does, like, she's just like, and I did the House Bunny and moves on with her life. Like, I think like looking back, Looking back, ah, uh, you know, on um, how she like rose up because I think that was before was House Bunny before Easy A.
1: Yeah, Easy A was okay. the movie that launched her career. I feel
2: yeah, like mm-hmm. as a solo like actress mm-hmm. kind of thing, and not as like a background character like in uh, the House Bunny and then um, Super Bad, where she's kind of like in the background. Yeah, but I mm-hmm. I remember reading somewhere where she was just like, Ugh, yeah, I did it. Not the best movie, but well, yeah, I did it.
1: It's good that you bring that up, Amber, because Meryl Streep was saying stuff about this movie. Um, yeah,
2: and that's what makes yeah. me wonder, you know, like people who were Oscar winners, if they're like embarrassed, like if Death Becomes Her is like the house bunny for, you know, from Meryl Streep, is she's just like, oh, wow. I didn't.
1: yeah. What'd she say? She was saying that she didn't like working with, uh, I guess, the special effects. Uh, so, of course, whenever her head would fall off, she would have to wear, like, this kind of drape over her head so they can do, like, the CGI mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and also, the way they got the head in there is that they made, like, a robot face of Meryl Streep. That's pretty cool. Oh my I, God. I think I would have kept that, you know, if I were an actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
3: know.
1: But yeah, Meryl Streep did not like, uh, you know, going through the whole special effects stuff. And I I feel like she said that that was, like, her first and last, uh, you know, movie that she mm-hmm. ever wanted to do that sort of stuff. Oh, I mentioned that, like, when I saw the trailer, I felt like the sea- the special effects were going to be crap. But the director, he also mm-hmm. directed Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I understand how good it is, you know, for it, it being, like, a 90s movie.
2: hmm And Back to the Future.
1: Mm-hmm. Did, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And Forrest Gump. So it's, like, and Forrest Gump. It's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, the the director oh. is Robert Zemeckis.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and he won an Oscar for best visual effects.
0: Well, oh, that's cool. I think it mm. deserved it. Really, um, I think it was it. Um, I was reading on the IMDb facts that uh, I think it beat like what was it, Alien Three? What and yeah, Alien Three, which I hear is just not good. Um, And mm-hmm. it was another big one, too. Ooh, where did it go? And then Batman Returns. Yeah. Oh.
1: Um, I need to speak up mm-hmm. about a part that really upset me in the movie. Um, okay. If I put myself in a character's shoes, I was mm-hmm. pissed when whenever Meryl like, shot a hole through Goldie Han's body. <laughs> like, if I were <laughs> Goldie Han, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, it's not a broken bone. It's like a whole fucking piece of me gone um, I so I was like what did, what did they do to like fill her up like after they fixed her but I feel like mm-hmm. if Amber put a hole through me like I would be pissed like <laughs> if I were immortal living <laughs> for like 100 years with that hole I don't know that was just like damn that went too far <laughs> for me
0: I know can you imagine if she like did it to her face or something God. Oh well God. she would have blown Ew. her head off but mm-hmm. I think it was mm-hmm. interesting that he was known as, like, making dead people look so alive, you know? That was interesting mm-hmm. that his reputation I wonder was, how like, much big.
1: He, like, how much money he made to, like, maintain what? that life, you know? Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, I re-watched it again, and they give you small hints, like, when he's, you know, surgeons, according to Grey's Anatomy, they mm-hmm. need very steady hands, you know, for precision and everything. And whenever yeah. he's throwing those darts and he misses. um, So that's like a sign that he's not the surgeon he was like 15 years ago. And mm-hmm. also like he holds up like a like a surgical knife and he's, his hands are shaky. So like I feel like maybe the drinking led him to have like an unstable shaky hand. That he was forced mm-hmm. to, like, go into that field. But you know, I, th- I thought it was interesting, like, doing the whole, you know, <laughs> uh, I guess, making dead people pretty thing.
0: Yeah. Oh. And, and like, the oh, like,
2: spray paint. <laughs> and they're like, it's number whatever, whatever. And when they brought him to that man, they're like, we need you to make him look better. And they're like, he was with his young 18-year-old girlfriend, giving him pleasure, and he died. And I was like, oh my god. They said that. They went there. And I guess it's just also just to like hammer in, like, yeah, women get older and and like you lose your value, which really mm-hmm. sucks. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: Um, do y'all know who Kevin Klein is?
2: Yes. He, well, he's a guy, <laughs> he's a guy from Wild Wild West. <laughs> no, <that's like> the- <laughs> I think we've talked about Wow Wow before so
0: <laughs> that was my first experience with him um, but apparently he-, he was supposed to play Ernest and oh. then Bruce Willis replaced him which I'm curious if you all would have thought because Kevin Klein is a really really great physical like comedy actor he's so damn good um, I think he won an... i trying to think. I feel like he won an Oscar for A Fish Called Wanda, which I've never seen and I'd love to sit down and watch. But... And he's also done Dave, which is a really cool movie. And um he did in and out which I think y'all would like that movie because he plays, like, this teacher who's getting married to Joan Cusack, and little does he know that he's gay. And so he basically comes out. It's so good. Um... And I was like, "I don't know. I like Kevin Klein, but I'm happy for Bruce Willis that he did it because he did a really good job,
1: okay uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> well really? first off, um I just googled him and I feel like he has like a really nice mustache, like a high class. Rich man mustache that would look really cool in the movie, but mm-hmm. I wasn't a big fan of Bruce Willis here. Um, mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, it it would have been super easy for it to be a bad movie if it weren't for Merrill and Goldie. But I, I, feel like, I don't know. I feel like Bruce didn't pull it off, like
3: mm. like
1: at the caliber of uh, the other two actresses. Um, maybe I, again the. His the character of Ernest is just crazy, you know. Like, <laughs> and also it's very hard to like pull off an idiot. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I just what have you know fantasized about Kevin Klein playing him? Um, yeah. And just a fat, fun fact uh, that I like read on IMBD or DD or whatever. <laughs> um, that the names of Helen, Madeline, and Ernest. Uh, well, let me say it again. Helen, Ernest, and Madeline um, m- was meant to be like. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm blanking. Let me see if we screenshotted <laughs> it. Like, it was like. <laughs> it sorry, was. I was say, a, why is like, anybody really ready? <laughs> it was matter in hell, um, like matter than hell, or something like that. And oh. I did pick up like something whenever to be like uh mad hell and i'm like "Mm, that sounds like an intentional thing you know (laughs) oh yeah but yeah their names were like supposed to be like matter in hell um so yeah that's like a Mm. fun alex fact that she's not here to say
2: yeah (laughs) i don't know i think bruce willis is in it not just because of his fame, but because he's handsome that's true like why else would helen want him
1: (laughs) <laughs> okay, I do admit that I would have Madeline. liked to see Bruce Willis get younger and buffer. You know, <laughs> like okay. how they put uh, Marilyn on. Marilyn yeah. Merrill.
0: <laughs> I, I, I wrote in my notes, like, and I guess we can go into scenes because it's talking about the scenes. But, like, at the end, you know, when he's about to take the potion, I was like, this is where it's going to go. I feel like I, I figured the ending out in a weird way. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So he's going to take the potion. He's going to get super hot because Bruce Willis, like 80s and 90s, was super hot. And Mm. them three are going to like live eternity, you know, at like as, you know, immoral, like immoral people. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I was surprised that he didn't take it. And I was like, you should
2: just take it. I I know. I don't know why it was.
1: Would y'all take it?
2: Well, okay. So if I was Bruce Willis, I would have taken it for the scientific Mm -hmm. reasons. He would have been so famous because that's where he was going with it. He's like, okay, you are, you know, this has never been done before. Never been seen before. I need to study you. I need to do this. Mm. I'm back, baby. I'm back into the science or whatever and surgery. And at least I, I, my hands don't work, but my brain does. And so that's Mm. where I thought I was like, oh, he's going to take it and he's going to become like this uber rich, you know, uber famous I don't even know why I'm saying Uber. Super rich, like um, and super infamous, like uh, scientist, and he's gonna make a lot of money, and he's gonna reproduce it, and all the rich people are gonna stay young forever. But that didn't happen. So, I don't know. yeah.
0: I mean, he ended up okay. That was something that was I liked though. When I was yes, I was mad. I was like, he oh, should have just taken it right, but. Also, I liked how his life ended up being, like, the eulogy was pretty awesome, like, there is a life after 50, and look what, what this man did, and mm-hmm. how he's going to live forever, and I was like, fuck, that's good. Part Some of my favorite writing was in that eulogy, because it was really cool, how he, you know, met another woman, they had a lot of kids, and he has a lot of grandkids, and he helps, you know... With AA programs that are still here today. Like, I'm like, shit. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> I
2: guess it's good. <laughs> it's almost as if his life was better after these toxic people were out of it. Mm, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> I have to say, that's true.
1: I don't know. I feel like he was toxic, Amber.
2: <laughs> well, he <laughs> Well, is. okay. Yeah. It doesn't help when, it, like, two or three, like, mm-hmm. people toxic people are together mm. at least like he had some I guess this was the event that made him say I need to change the way I, mm. I am I need to change the yeah. way I make
0: decisions oh yeah and he was way. like I'm gonna stop
2: <laughs> and I'm
0: gonna start drinking and I love that he packed his dartboard with his briefcase
2: or whatever in his, and his Louis Vuitton
0: Ooh, I didn't I didn't I catch
2: that I was like they rich mm. rich not just with the house, but they got Louis Vuitton luggage.
0: Yeah, what were some of y'all's favorite scenes?
2: I honestly, I really liked the scene with um, the the first seven years later with with um Helen, where she's in mm-hmm. her like apartment and she has like a bunch of cats, and she's just like miserable. And you're listening to the voicemail of like the or not the voicemail. You're listening to like the person, the police, and they're like, "You haven't paid rent." We need to see you, you, you know, you're being evicted and she just mm-hmm. like, doesn't care. And she's watching that movie where, you know, Madeline is um, killed and choked or whatever. And the police, you know, bust in, they arrest her and she's like, they're trying to get her, but like her face just stays like, so like, not just like focus on the the TV, but her Goldie Hawn's face stays like pretty relaxed. I was like, "Oh, she mm-hmm. she's gone." Oh yeah, like, she just doesn't care what's happening to her. But as long mm. as her character, she gets to breathe. She gets to live vicariously through that movie. And her best friend dies. She's good. And then like that last little face where she looks <laughs> into that apartment. I was like, "Oh, I love Goldie Hawn. She's so funny." And then she's there at the hospital, and all the women are like, "Oh my god, stop talking about Madeline, whoever." <laughs> We are tired of it. Like, she's just like, I think it's just such a good job on Goldie Hawn, like, doing those scenes. And I just thought it was, like, super dark. And they still, she still made it, like, funny. I wasn't like, I'm concerned. I was just like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Like, Goldie Hawn, like, she still made it. She still turned it around and made it, like, you know, funny. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I really like that, that sequence.
0: Yeah, for me, it's definitely the musical intro, so good. And then, you know, after, like, you see them married, and so obviously it's not good. And then kind of how she freaks out, but she's also so excited because she's like, well, she's fat now, so, <laughs> and she goes to the party, and she, like, needs an emergency, like, procedure that she can't even get <laughs> 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 because she just got it, like, not even that long ago. Um I just, that whole beginning is so good, and then the 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 fighting sequence was good with them too, kind of fighting. Which apparently I read in the facts that she like Meryl actually scarred Goldie with one mm-hmm. of the shovels, and I was like, oh shit. Um, but that was my favorite. I loved when you saw the shadows of them,
3: mm.
0: uh, like you see the hole and all that. That was so neat. I don't know. They did a really good job visually with everything. So it's kind of a bummer that Meryl was like, mm, "I'm not down with special effects," because it was it was good. It, it didn't look mm-hmm. bad, like there wasn't a moment where it looks like Mm-mm, not good. Um, and then the the funeral at the end for sure, because that was such a good part. And then like, you just couldn't stop laughing with the way they were walking down the stairs, and then <laughs> boom, yeah.
1: <laughs> I like the revenge body scene the the book party Mm, um yeah i just Mm -hmm. like how insecure meryl gets like (gasps) (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i just i just love the background talking i'll bring it up again where they're like how old is she and they're like she's 50 (laughs) 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 and she looks amazing um so yeah I, i like the transformation of meryl being like the confident cocky one in the beginning Mm-hmm. And then to her being like, no, you're not talking to her. We're, we're leaving, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like a big transformation flip um, on, you know, who's the confident one now and um, um, who's insecure. Right. Um, and I guess if we're transitioning to like favorite lines or something. Um, mm-hmm. I like the, when she, trans- when Marrow transform. Oh, uh, wait, let me put a side note. So for the boob part where they like go lift up,
3: um mm-hmm. they had
1: like this special bra but it wasn't doing the the job so uh-huh. there was like an actual person behind meryl streep that like rose her boobs up for her <laughs> so they can like look more perky <laughs> uh so that that was cool to know but yeah like yeah. um so right right in that scene i like when she says oh, i'm a girl um i just thought that <laughs> was cute
2: oh, And yeah. i wonder how many years i was supposed to like take her back to if she's they have to be the same age since she's 50 I wonder if she's supposed to be like 20 something like that her yeah. body goes back to
1: I feel like 28 30 would be like a good age to stay you know mm-hmm. <laughs> just personally speaking I feel like I'm in a good spot right now <laughs> like <laughs> looking back at high school and then college figuring it out and then now I'm like you know I'm this is how I like to stay like for mm-hmm. 30 Forever. more years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Like 38 was insulting. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and especially back then. Have you all ever seen that movie. Um, don't tell mom that the babysitter dead, Or don't tell mom the babysitter oh. dead.
0: Yeah I love that movie. Mm-mm. With Christina
2: Applegate. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it recently?
0: Or you haven't? I think some point last year. I think maybe.
2: Okay. I recently saw it like the other night like a night or two ago because it was on HBO Max like for the first and time I was like no I've seen it but I just haven't seen oh, okay. like the whole movie from the beginning like in a long oh, time because sis- yeah. yeah my sisters and I like grew up we like we we love that movie but I mm-hmm. haven't seen like the very beginning in a long time and the mom so here's okay here's where I'm getting to so the mom. There's Christina Applegate. She just graduated high school. Mm -hmm. She's like 18 or whatever. And then she has four younger siblings spanning like high school, middle school. And then the youngest is like, I don't know, like 10. Right? Mm -hmm. And her mom is like, just got a boyfriend or she has a boyfriend and he's taking her on a trip all summer to Australia. And the mom's Mm. like... One of the children's like, Why do you need to go to Australia anyway? And the mom's like, It's been a hard thirty-seven years for me and I need it. And the mom does not look no in her thirties. She looks like she's like fifty <laughs> something. And I was like, yeah. Hold up. And I sent it I sent a snap to my sister. I'm like, Did you do you realize that this woman's thirty seven with five children? And the oldest is eighteen. And she looks like she's she's been through it. I thought she was like fifty well, I, or sixty when I was younger. Not 37, that, like, six years older than me right now. Oh, God. I feel like that was,
1: like, just, like, the how people viewed women in the 80s and even the mm. 2000s. Like, uh, something mm-hmm. that bothers me from Never Been Kissed is that scene that we always <laughs> laugh at uh, where, um, what's her name? Uh, Minnie from The Help. Um... Alex? okay. am
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I think I know exactly what you're talking about?
1: Let me Google.
2: <laughs> I keep forgetting she comes out in that movie. And she's the one that does it. Oof. Damn girl, you're a writer.
1: Yeah. Tivia Spencer. There you go. So, Olivia okay, yeah. Spencer looks really old, and they even give her the lines, like, <laughs> is that what you kids are calling it these days? And she's yeah. fucking, like, 26. Like,
3: oh, my They God. just
1: give her, like, a... She's 26, and they just, like, give her, like, a big-ass shirt, you know? I guess to, like, <laughs> make her look old. And <laughs> and I feel like um, the girl from Superstar... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like rabbi, oh, like <laughs> referencing other movies. Was like, Molly uh Molly, Molly Shannon Shin. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I feel like she looks older like maybe like 30s or something.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, like um Octavia's like 26 and like they yeah. make her look like she had like five kids already.
2: Anyways. Yeah. What Seasons. what was I point? <laughs> I guess age oh, and beauty. The
1: 38 like that 38
2: mm-hmm. was an insult. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I always tell my sister,
0: like, for some reason in our childhood, when people would ask, like, oh, how old's your mom or whatever, I would just be like, 38, like, for years. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> <laughs> like, when I was younger, it's just kind of like, yeah, she's like 38, I think. Like, it had to be somewhere around there. That's kind of what I would always remember my mom most at for some reason, I guess, as we were kids. Like, she was at that age forever.
1: Oh, uh, did y'all know that the actress who plays that girl with the potion is was actually thirty nine years old, <laughs> and so <laughs> thirty eight was like a year younger than what she really was.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I feel like Amber. You mentioned that even I think in that movie Beethoven, like you know the nineties with the dog. <gasps> oh my god!
2: Yeah, the mom's like in her early thirties. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> These were wild
3: times. <laughs> Oh
2: my god. I guess also yeah. because people started life like earlier, like either with right. like with kids and getting married, like back then it was like, Oh I'm 18, I gotta get married. Mm-hmm. Or I'm in high school and my parents said I can marry my boyfriend.
1: Yeah, um I guess this is turning into a podcast about age, but
2: <laughs> Amber brought
1: <laughs> up she, Amber sent us a photo of her as a baby with her mom carrying her and she said that she's like almost to that age. And I kind of freaked out, like, when I turned 27, I'm like, shit, my mom was 27 when she had me. And I'm still, like, not Mm -hmm. grown. I I ain't grown.
2: (laughs) I'm still asking my parents, like, what does this mean? What is a deductible? How do you get a house? (laughs) (laughs) What are taxes? Why do you have to pay them?
1: But, yeah, like, I kind of had, like, a mini panic attack. I'm like, I'm already, like, where my my mom was after, like, three kids. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe, like going back to how women were perceived older in their 30s, I feel like having, like, five kids, like, ages you, like, with stress or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't know. I'm not a mom. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the
1: I and mean, the Alex of this <laughs> podcast. This is-
3: <laughs>
2: oh, I think it does have a lot to do with age, though, because they both, like, I mean, like, they're both trying to seek revenge and, like, keep earnest. But, I mean, it's not like they just hired a hitman. They went out and they got a potion to be younger, to look younger. And and then even, like, Madeline, she had, like, that 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 young Sancho. And he was like, babe, I like you. And then, like, there's that younger woman in there. And he's like, well, it's embarrassing. You're so old.
1: Imagine, Do y'all think you know, that yeah. woman was Goldie or just a random girl?
2: Oh, I don't know. Probably just a body actress. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think if like, well, if there. I mean, we obviously saw how small and thin she was, Goldie mm-hmm. Hawn in that dress. Yeah. I think if she could have done more if she wanted to, like, oh, by the way, <laughs> my stomach is so flat, or whatever, <laughs> like in a see-through cutout dress mm-hmm. instead. It's funny, I didn't see her,
0: like, in the beginning of the movie, I guess that's why I thought, oh, Goldie Hawn is, like, the protagonist, you know, she's gonna be the main character. I guess I thought that because she was kind of plain Jane, very pretty, but simple, and wasn't flashy or, like, diva-like, like, 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 Madeline, right? So mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised like and she's like this is like the the madeline test okay and I'm like oh that's so shitty like yeah,
3: and yeah. you realize
0: oh cuz she's been you know dumped for Mar- you know madeline for a long time and it's like that sucks but I guess it's interesting how then she flat and then you flash to the future when she's uh, air quote 50 right you know, mm-hmm. she's, like, gorgeous. It's crazy to me. Like, I wonder what happened. What made her... Is it the potion, maybe? Oh, that just yeah. did it right away?
1: I thought, like, maybe the potion... In- 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 help me with this word. Incentuates? Um, okay,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, your beauty, like, brings out, like, mm. the very special parts of you. Um, cause oh, yeah. even Yeah, accentuates. There you go. Because even in the intro... uh what's her name? Um, Meryl Streep's body wasn't, I guess, popping as it was after the potion. Like, her boobs were very perky. And back then, she was just, like, a (laughs) (laughs) Um, 38-year-old.
0: Okay, I forgot the quote whenever um, that I I remembered that it was... I love... I guess it's her what? Her like-maid or her helper? I don't know. Assistant? Mm. I don't know. And when she wakes up in the morning, and then she's like... Something about younger every day, like good morning, you look younger today. I mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> thought that, that was, so oh, yeah, Close. Well, it was that, like that, she needs to tell her every Thursday, and she's
1: like, No, I need it today. And <laughs> that made it was kind of like a, a flirt, like even with Bruce Willis. I mean, I would do it too, but he's like, Oh, Mr. Ernest, you're so handsome. <laughs> and she had her hand like, on him, right of her face. <laughs> I'm like, I get it, girl, I get it. I saw that, um, Quentin Tarantino movie, um.
0: <laughs> what is i have will, okay when Miley, you mentioned like damn take off those clothes i want to see what's underneath i'm like when does yeah. he get naked i thought he was gonna just, like take his shirt off i was, I was waiting, waiting for it, it. i'm it. like
1: okay we've seen this girls get hotter like give me a shot here <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. okay this is like a, an observation <laughs> those guys that that woman has in her house the potion woman I was uh-huh. like, "Why are they wearing wrestling belts?" <laughs> oh, I thought the same. <laughs> they look is. like hey, they're wearing weird. wrestling belts, <laughs> like the big, like champion. Like I'm the, I'm the champ- WWE champion. <laughs> I look uh, like they're yeah, like big old belts. They're and like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Now that you bring that up, now that you bring that up, I I, I mentioned how I first saw the clip on Facebook, um, uh-huh. and. Netflix was funny. Um, Amber, you've seen the show, but they were like, doesn't that guy look like Joe from You? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it is. He, like, looks exactly like him except for, like, longer hair. And I'm like, okay, Netflix marketing team, you're, you're doing okay.
2: You're doing okay. You know what you're doing. <laughs> and they're, oh, 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 you know what? Like, going back to what Laura was saying about that scene, about, like, you know, that maid was like, oh, you look great today or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way Meryl Streep was sleeping reminded me of that. And I, Smiley has said before that like he's heard that Jay lo doesn't lay down when she mm-hmm. sleeps. She props herself up so that she doesn't get any wrinkles. And I, I've never done independent research or, or heard of that. But I saw that and I was like, it must be true. Because Meryl yeah. Streep's character this is sleeping the same way.
1: Definitely made me curious of like what rich people would do to stay young like yeah you know i always imagine i'm like if that celebrity wasn't a celebrity how would they look right now you know i know because <laughs> i know we we're talking about zach efron and now j-lo but they like always say like i eat no bread no carbs and shit and i'm like shit, I-, I can't do that as a me poor person you know <laughs> mm-hmm. <Exactly. laughs> so it just made me curious like what do they do and what do they buy to stay young and like avoid wrinkles but mm-hmm. I guess they drink that potion.
2: <laughs> Stay forever young.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to be young. Mm. Oh, and then there's that line that Goldie Hahn says in the First Wives Club. She's like, I want to be young. Science fiction young. It also <laughs> reminded me of that. Because it is science fiction. And she
0: mm-hmm.
3: stays young
0: in this movie. It's funny. I've never seen that one. Mom. You haven't seen my,
2: the first wife's club. Oh, no. It's
1: really good. <gasps> it's so good.
2: I've seen the. That's ending. the first Goldie
1: Hawn movie I've seen.
2: Oh, yeah. She has her lips. She gets fillers, and she, she shows up to a funeral with big old lips. <laughs> to their best friend's funeral, I love it's it, really Lauren. You got to see it. It's so funny. It's
1: really cute.
2: <laughs> Amber, <In laughs> sorry, Lauren. You're What's not gonna. Name, you're not,
1: you can't relate. Okay. I don't remember, but I remember this scene hey, you look great. and she's like thank It's like thank you. <laughs> that's
2: my favorite part. Yeah.
1: And Lauren, like, you need to watch it.
2: Lauren needs to see it because that is definitely like the couple in that room. I'm like, that's something Lauren and Eric would be like. They'd be like, you look great. Like both of them together. <laughs> like the situation. <laughs> I love that part. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what's her name in the movie? They're like, isn't that so-and-so? <laughs> you know? And that oh, it's yeah, yeah, not yeah. In that movie. But, like, what's her name? Annie Hawk. Goldie Hawn. Oh, Diane Keaton. Oh, Diane yeah, yeah, Keaton's yeah, yeah. in that mm-hmm. movie. Yes. And so is... um
1: um Bet oh, my... oh, my... yeah. Mittler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that her? Mm-hmm.
2: It's a great movie. You gotta see it. And I, and I think it came me. after this one. So mm-hmm. that she says, like, I want to be science fiction, young. Who Goldie Hawn? I think it might be a reference to this movie. Yeah, because she's she keeps going to see a surgeon to look young. Wow, why did they make Goldie Hawn like be a woman that's like, I know I'm older and I need to be younger? Because she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and that was like a thing. I guess. I mean, I'm just. Uh, this is not an informed opinion okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, there's like a thing where like they're featuring women in their 50s middle-aged women in movies like uh, this one that becomes her and then also the first wives club is like a very positive on you know women in their 50s mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but that's just an observation
0: yeah that's something i like about something's got to give you know mm-hmm. because she's going in her, she's in her 60s and so the same thing with it's complicated, which I'm dying for smiley to see, because it's because it reminded I mean, me of like Meryl, and she's not so obsessed about, oh, I'm getting older, I'm doing something like I need to do something, I need to fix it. It's just like dealing with, you know being divorced, you know, and the kids are going away, and she's getting older and it's uh it's in the, it's not a negative like outlook. I love that. You know Nancy Myers, who did both of those movies. I love that she's mm-hmm. she kind of incorporated that, like it's as a positive thing. There is life, you know, after a certain age. It's not over till it's over, you know. Mm-hmm. So earnest, yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly that second act. Um, I'm trying to look at quotes, <laughs> and one is Madeline. Look at you. You have a waist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so good.
2: Them too. I Do you all have, do you all have frenemies or have, ever had a frenemy? Because that is such a frenemy thing to say. It's like, oh, you look great, but remember you used to be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm reminding you in front of people.
0: I don't know about a frenemy, but I had this, you know, friend not really a friend either i think we always told each other that man we'd be such good friends and we were never really friends like it's weird (laughs) um so i don't think of it as a frenemy it was like Mm -hmm. we knew each other we liked each other we think but we were like too nervous to be friends i don't know but at the same time it was like because i always thought oh she's so cute she pulls off short hair so well i would love to be Like, I'd love to be friends with her. She's so cool. She hangs out with, like, all these cool guys, like my brother's friends, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like, and we wrote, we even wrote notes to each other. But we were, like, not friends. It's weird. It's like, I guess because we saw each other so often, it's like, not one-upping or anything. It's, which I'm glad. I've never, I've never really had that experience where I need to be better than this person. But it, I guess yeah. it was something I always idolized, but that's not a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't good. And I'm glad I'm kind of glad we weren't friends cuz she was kind of on the she did a lot of stuff that I was not into at that age and I'm kind of glad, you know, like drinking or partying or doing all that at like 14, like no thanks. Oh. So, you know, she wasn't like a terrible person or anything, but I don't know. Yeah,
2: not a friend, just of a little me, rebellious.
0: Yeah. Some, something there though. I feel like there was something there. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. Tracy knows who it is. <laughs>
2: oh. She won't tell us. I won't, won't tell. It doesn't matter.
1: We're the rabies of the podcast.
2: I know, She's not here to defend
1: herself. <laughs> and
2: smiling. Do
0: you have? Do you have? Have you ever had a frenemy?
1: I don't think I've invested energy into those relationships (laughs) Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I feel like I stopped it on its tracks like Mm -hmm. I used to have a best friend in high school where I like found out she was talking shit about me like and best friend best friend like phone calls every day go to her Mm -hmm. house after school no um but it wasn't like a a frenemy it was best friends and then stop it you know like I'm not gonna deal Mm -hmm. with this Mm -hmm. but I have had like people that aren't friends just like people that are in my life um in college i it was a professor i will not name the person but they were like oh my god uh you're so lucky you gain weight equally throughout your body and I, uh, uh, it was like a, like a backhanded compliment <laughs> like like it was a compliment that i don't like you know just bloat on the stomach or or like on my ass um but it was like you've gained weight <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> which was true, but keep it yourself. Um, but no, like mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I've ever invested like energy into those relationships. I don't feel like mm-hmm. they're worth it.
2: Yeah, no, it's not. Amber, have you had one? Well, I've had like, I guess like smiley where I've been like best best friends with somebody, and then like something happened and it was like, okay, we're not friends anymore. I'm not dealing with this. Like that has happened um before with me. But I'd probably say like the same thing like in college, but it wasn't a girl. It was like a guy friend. It'd be like the kind of same kind of like backhanded stuff every once in a while. It's like, oh, well, that's good for you. That I see that for you kind of thing. Like Where it's not like encouragement. It's just like I just want to like I'm not stupid. So I saw that uh, like I don't, I want to make sure that you stay at where you're at and you don't go any higher, you know, which is a big difference with like. Like, I would just say with, like, all of our friendship, we're always just, like, encouraging each other and supporting each other and anything that we're doing or any kind of project Mm -hmm. that we're doing. You know what I mean? It was, like, the exact opposite.
3: Mm.
1: Well, wait. Like, I feel like... (laughs) I feel like Rami is a good example of, you know, because Rami brings up our flaws, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he like make lights he makes like light and fun out of it you know like we're in a joke and <laughs> like it's it's a, a mature kind of friendship that you know i do invest my energy in. <laughs> um I don't know, like, there's something different about someone talking shit about you behind your back and then someone, like, yes. right in front of you saying, like, hey, um,
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I think Rami does it in a way that's, like, but he's a blunt person. He's just, like, oh, really, Amber? Mm-hmm. Like, when you said that you were going to do that that time? It's, like, accountability. But there's just and something not, of how
1: Rami does it. Like, yeah. he's so special. It's, like, like you is. know, it, it can <laughs> easily... We could easily just walk out of his apartment and never turn back, you know, but he like, he does it like, hey, you suck, but I love you. You know, like (laughs) (laughs) like
2: people don't forget.
1: I would not shoot him in the chest.
2: (laughs) No, but I think there's also like Remy's not in the sinister. He's just like, LOL, this I'm funny (laughs) or this is funny about you, but it's not like like, I don't think Remy would be like like wishing us you know, harm mm-hmm. or you know, bad things to happen like to other people, like, oh yeah, I'm friends with Amber, but she's a fucking bitch and don't like or like saying our deepest, darkest secrets. He'd just be like, why don't you like her? Mm-hmm. And then report back to us. <laughs> <laughs> <then> report back, <laughs> back to us. <laughs> <laughs> you have a waste.
3: <laughs> you have a waste.
2: <laughs> Good for you. Love that and- journey for you. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other favorite quotes Lord? i'm looking through i love the
0: last line i just cannot remember it but one one that pops up is wrinkled wrinkled little star hope they never oh. see the scars <laughs> i think she says that in the beginning right is madeline a villain
1: i think okay well mm. they're all bad
2: I think, yeah, yeah, I think they're all bad. That's like, I think they're all pretty toxic because it's like, Mm -hmm. Helen girl, if you don't like her, why don't you just stop being friends with her? You don't have to be friends with her. You can just literally just stop. And that's what they did for like years. Mm -hmm. You know, they were not in each other's lives. You know what I mean? So it's like, why is, you know, Madeline's going to be the way she is. She's a nurse, you know, a narcissist and Mm
0: -hmm.
2: obviously is not rooting for you.
1: I want to go back to some facts I read. Um, Mm -hmm. They rewrote the script. um, Because originally. Mad and Hell. Met in college. And that's how they became best friends. But I, You know that. Lauren mentioned when they were fighting with the shovels. They like brought up like their origin story. Like how it all Mm -hmm. started. So then they made them instead of college friends. They made them childhood friends. So imagine. um, That movie with. um, Kate Hudson and Jennifer Goodwin. So I imagine, like, that kind of friendship. Like, they were also oh. kind of frenemies in some way. Mm-hmm. Um right. So, yeah, like, that's how I imagine they wanted to make, like, a stronger bond. Like, why does she really care about this toxic person? You know? Because they mm. grew up together. Um, mm, yeah. So that's my thesis. I'm Alex now. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but, yeah, they, they wanted to, like, make it a stronger bond. Uh, and I get that.
0: hmm Yeah. Because childhood friend is so different, you know, compared to like college Mm -hmm. because you're grew up. Um, Mm -hmm. Back to the quote. So something Helen says, we talked about the whole divorce thing. The rest of it is like divorce in California. That's exactly what she wants you to do. You have no talent for poverty. So I guess, oh, you're going to be poor. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So take all the money away. Well.
1: Okay. So I'm going to get deep with y'all. Um, oh shit! Okay. What do what do y'all think about age and getting older? Like, what's your thought about dying?
3: <laughs>
2: oh, so existential. <laughs> As your resident older person, because I'm the oldest in our group.
1: You're thirty nine. I'm, I'm, not thirty nine. Just to go no. I'm
2: not almost forty, but it feels like way sometimes.
1: Oh my god! It, re- it reminds me of when Harry met Sally. I'm gonna be forty, 40. <laughs>
3: <Is> there- someday. <laughs> so really cool.
1: shit. I want to watch so many movies right after this. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: Uh, <laughs> I guess, like, just like it's such a weird feeling because, like, we were talking about earlier about mm-hmm. how like women started their lives much earlier, you know in older generations like even like movies based in like the 60s 70s 80s like everybody got married when they're like 18 19 it was just Mm -hmm. like well I grew up in my house and now I'm married and I'm gonna live with my husband and I'll go from my house with my parents to Mm -hmm. the next place which is with my husband and that was just how it was that was just Mm -hmm. like the norm and I remember like my mom told me because I was like what movie was it I want to, say, oh, it was the help whenever their Emma Stone's, Emma Stone is like in this whole episode for her mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> her character. They're like, um, she's not married. She went to college. She doesn't have any kids. She needs to get married because she's the only one that's, you know, like all of like her mm-hmm. friend and niece are over there saying mm-hmm. the same thing, like yeah. talking shit about her because she's not married and she's just like really not interested. She wants to have a job. And they're like, good for you having a job. Mm-hmm still not married um, and I remember I was like why are they making fun of her because I was in college my mom was like yeah because 21 was really old if you weren't married like in the 60s like people mm-hmm. were like people would you know would start saying like why isn't so-and-so's daughter got married yet is she because she's you know not you know she's not nice you know or are there other reasons why she's just not married you know bad reasons or mm-hmm. what they thought were bad reasons and my mom's like that was just it.
1: I feel like it's still changing now. Like, um, my well, mom I, I... was. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. I... How old is your mom? <laughs> yeah, go on.
1: Let's talk my about mom moms. was my mom was thirty five years old when she was pregnant with my little brother Israel or Relin. Um, mm-hmm. and like our family shamed her. Like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. she's going to be 50 at his graduation. And she was. But my mm-hmm. mom started crying. Like, they were, like, shaming her for getting pregnant so old. And she was, like, 35. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was, like, now everyone's having babies, <laughs> like, in their 40s. And I, like, yeah. okay, just for the record, I don't give a shit when you have a kid. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, <laughs> whenever, like, my friends in college would get pregnant, I'd be, like, <gasps> And like I'd be like, oh my God, it's, you're young. Like, um, so two mm-hmm. of my friends named Tracy, Tracy with an <laughs> E and Tracy without the E. Um. Tracy with the Y. My, Tracy with the Y would be like Tracy to to reference Lauren's <Lo and> sister. <laughs> um so when Tracy got pregnant. I think they got pregnant around the same time Um, mm, mm-hmm. When Tracy got pregnant She was like I think a sophomore In college And now I, I was Is it gonna get taboo Okay we're gonna get deep I I mm-hmm. was like The first thing That popped in my mind Was like abortion And I'm <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're like, I'm a man. Are you going to keep it? You have
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your body, my choice. Um, yeah. No, to this day, I guess now I made it public. But to this day, I'm like, thank God I didn't bring it up. Like, how awkward would it be? Because, <laughs> you know, because Tracy, like, Tracy, without the, without the E, um, mm. I mean, no offense to Tracy. Tracy um, <laughs> but Tracy, like, is a badass mom. Like, her kids... Mm-hmm. are like super smart like Tracy would sing mm-hmm. the ABCs to her like super early before they could even like get up or you know. <laughs> anyways <laughs> like after she like became a mom I'm like wow like does that just like click you know and I I feel like that's mm. something that just happens I mean I, I'm 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 not a mom I wouldn't know <laughs> but even <laughs> Tracy with the E like you know we I, I remember Lauren saying like no I'll I'm speaking for Lauren. I'm speaking for women now, okay? <laughs> I remember Lauren saying, like, no, I, I felt like Tracy would always be a, like a mom, like a great mom. And, you know, because that's mm-hmm. kind of the characteristic she had as like as a leader, as someone who cared for people. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but. Age. Babies, having babies. <laughs> At any age, women mm-hmm. can be moms.
3: <laughs> that's the message.
1: turning into like a life advice
3: (laughs) it is
1: i'm like flashing back to like a teacher in high school where she was like when do y'all think you're an adult like when when do you at what age do y'all consider yourself as an adult and of um... course everyone's like 18 you know (laughs) (laughs) and i felt like i felt like that too you know maybe like 21 but i even now like i'm 29 and i don't know what the fuck I'm doing you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. my answer now to that high school mm-hmm. teacher is maybe 38 I don't know like it's, <laughs> yes, I feel like it's just something that might click at a certain age I don't know um mm-hmm. I don't know
2: mm-hmm.
1: what do y'all consider an adult now as Girl, 30 year know. olds
2: my parents my I'm always like my parents are the adults I'm not an adult yeah. my parents are the adults <laughs> in the room always Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or like, like, I'm still like, I just feel that way. Uh, And Mm -hmm. I think through no fault of our own, also, like, the economic situation and how difficult it is to, you know, do things that our parents were doing so young, you know, like, either literally building houses or, you know, buying houses, it was just so much easier to do at their at our age at their time. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's not easy or to have like really good high paying jobs. uh, That's just not our reality. And I feel like that really, I think that also leads into like, well, I don't have a house. I'm 30. I'm not married. I don't have the amount of kids, you know, that I want to have or that, you know, my mom, my mom was 30 when she had me and I was the third child, you know, and and it's just like, you know, like I, I had that slight panic attack already when I saw pictures. I think it was when I turned 30 and I had the photo of my, of me and my parents at my first birthday party. And I was like, I am 30, just like my mom. Mm. And she had me. And she was mm. already married and I was the third child. And I am like still trying to figure out life. And my mom already had her life going but it's mm-hmm. also like things are different now and yeah it is and i guess like there's just like different different things because like talking about like what do you think is an adult like i say like well my parents are adults but they're like 60 <gasps> today's my mom's birthday so she's 61 oh. yes. wow mm-hmm. and so like i see them as adults but then i also see like like, like, I'm just like, damn, Lauren's, Lauren's engaged and she's like looking for a house. Like she's such an adult. Tracy has a family. She's such an adult, you know, like it smiles like working in Chicago, you know, <laughs> for like a big paper. I'm like, what an adult, you know what I mean? Like they're, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody, you know, Ramy and Alex, I'm like, all my friends are adults, but I'm not. And, you know, that's just, you know, and, and, and like my boyfriend, I'm like, oh my God, he has like so much life experience and like work experience. And he's just like, so like, he's like so smart and he gets how to do something real quick he knows how to like repair stuff like house stuff and i'm like i don't know how to do a tire (laughs) and he's like you need to learn i'm like no (laughs) you can just do it and he always says like what if what happens if i'm not around And i'm like i'll get somebody to do it (laughs) (laughs) because you know what i mean like but that's just me being like i don't I don't, I don't, I, I didn't grow up in a way that like my dad taught me how to do like stuff like that. I grew up in a Mm -hmm. household. My dad's like, wash dishes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm insane. small. So I didn't learn like (laughs) life skills, like in that manner. Mm -hmm. But I always feel like everybody else is an adult and I'm not.
0: You know, I feel like, like, yeah, I'm engaged, but I'm still living with my parents, you know, who I also see as adults and I can't curse around my mom, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like I think this new generation, it's like you're still growing up. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like you're still learning. Even like, I feel like even my mom's still learning, you know, like different things. And I just hope that never stops. I really don't. Because Mm. like Lowe's, never stop improving. Just kidding. We're not doing ads for Lowe's. But I mean, (laughs) it's just, I feel like we're always going to improve and we're always going to get better. and, And with every step, you know, so no matter where it is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I mean, I always saw 30 as grown up. I feel like, I feel like that's where it was for the longest time. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a big, it's a big deal. But now I'm like, it's like learning like 30 is a new 20, kind of. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just like life's lifespan is getting a little bit longer. Some for, you know, I feel like that's happening. But I don't know. I feel, I feel like. We're still growing up, and I like that because it's like the experience of life. Like, you never stop growing. Um, mm. I don't know. Just something, like, I don't know. It is getting deep. It is.
1: Well, going back to the question about age and death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a dark barking in the background. So, Rami edit it oh, out. Oh, I hear it. Remy, edit it out. No, um, no, I'm, I'm going to get dark. Like, I. Okay. You know, I, I've gone to like a funeral of a baby and that like mm. broke me. I'm like, shit, like imagine everything she missed and like people yeah. complaining about stuff we go through in our 20s <clears throat> and now our 30s. Like we're I, I, I'd rather, you know, experience and grow and learn like how Lauren was saying. Mm. Um, so yeah, that like really broke me into like appreciating life more. Mm. Um, yeah, like I'd... When <laughs> I'm going to talk about death and funerals, going to like a death of like a seven year old, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, they lived their life, they did all the shit. But like going to like a toddler funeral was like, wow. Like mm. I'm very, very lucky. You know that I've gone through these years that I've gone through. Mm. Um, and you know, I've, I've, I want to die old, an old lady, warm in her bed. um titanic um no yeah like um i'm not scared of dying um i don't know i feel like but again i'm not scared of dying but i would not take the potion (laughs) (laughs) circling back to the movie we're talking about um i i'm not scared of death i like um, but I would I wouldn't want to live forever. Like, um mm-hmm. Bruce would has brought a lot of point points like what oh, if yeah, I get lonely? I what if I do this or am I gonna get yeah. stuck with Rabbim the whole life? You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so everyone you love
2: <laughs> die before you?
0: Yeah. Um oh,
1: my God. Yeah. We got deep. It's a and it's, it's a
2: dark <laughs> movie though. It is though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does talk about <laughs> like mortality I, I like, and youth.
1: I like that we got like beneath mm-hmm. the surface of the movie. Like it has a lot of yeah. talking points of life. Like mm-hmm. we, what do we talk about? Frenemies, mm-hmm. age, <clears throat> sex, And how you
2: spend your time. Sexual... I mean,
1: look what. <laughs> <laughs> Sen- Sen- oh, I guess, can say that. Now. That was that was another part. I loved. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say that <laughs> word around you. <laughs> sexual sex. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's like, I can say it now. <laughs> that was a good one. too That was so funny, Goldie Hawn. Oh man, and oh, even like how you pushing. spend your time, because like, mm-hmm. yeah, like when Lauren said, like, yeah, I really love the eulogy because it talks about all the great things that like Ernest did with his life, like you know, after he he left uh, Madeline and Helen, but like, look at all those years that Helen was like super. You know, set on revenge. Like, what the? She wasted like fifteen years on being Mm -hmm. angry Mm -hmm. over somebody. Like, girl, like, she wasn't grown. Yeah, she wasn't grown, and it's Mm -hmm. like, why are you wasting your time on a friend that you don't talk to anymore, and a man that didn't, you know, was not, you know, true to you? She could have got, she could have moved on.
0: Yeah,
2: and like, lived her Mm -hmm. life with other people, joined a friend group. Make a podcast, get engaged to somebody else. Okay. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? Like, she, she, like, I feel like she, she wasted her youth, like, being angry. Mm, yeah. You know, Ooh, that's a good way to play. How it. do you spend your time? Mm-hmm. And then she spent the rest of her life with her mm-hmm. frenemy.
1: <laughs> do you think they made up after that fight?
2: I do. I feel like they were like, well, we're in this together, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. So let's just mm-hmm. make the best of it. I mean, they have to put each other back together. For <laughs> yeah. that part, she's like, I'll like, spray your ass and you can spray mine. The <laughs> 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 There's that one um, I forgot about. <clears throat> so, Robert so. is like, I just want to play around with like special effects. over <laughs> <laughs> we here, like, contemplating life Mm -hmm. but it's true there's a lot of good talking points
0: oh so we go into final thoughts what we all thought of this movie that we had never seen
1: i wouldn't buy it and i don't Mm. i don't know when i'll watch it again i think maybe in five years or something um Mm -hmm. i don't know like there was something about it that didn't make it like a must-see movie for me like of Mm -hmm. course it is good and mm-hmm. a- again, uh, bef- when I text about this, Rami and Alex had already seen it. Um, and we're like, what the fuck? You didn't tell us about Drag Race and about <laughs> Death Becomes Her. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, well, I guess I'm going into a- another question, recommending the movie. I think mm-hmm. I played for a friend if there was nothing to watch. Like, mm, hey, okay. you know, this is something you might like. I don't know. Like, again, it's not a bad movie. It's just not something I would look forward to watching. Like, Mm. (laughs) like, there's a difference. Like, uh, I I remember Amber uh, when we watched, well, when The Revenant came out, Amber said that it's a movie I'm happy to just see one time. Um, Mm. Yes.
2: Mm -hmm. I'll never see it again.
1: Yeah, this movie (laughs) particularly isn't that level of one time. It's like in the middle. Like, it's not, damn, Mm -hmm. I want to watch it like Ratatouille. You know, it's it's like (laughs) in the middle. Like, it's good. I just, I'm okay with not watching it for some time.
2: I would agree with Smiley. I feel like Uh it was, you know, I wasn't interested in it. But then with that curated clip that Uh we were tagged in that Netflix put out, I thought that was a really good incentive you know, for somebody to watch it because then I was like, Oh, I'm interested, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we actually did watch it like that day or I watched it. I watched most half of it. No, I watched it all in one sitting. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I liked it, but it's also like the same thing. Like I know the Revenant is like a completely different film, (laughs) but like I'm the same way with this one. I'll be like, Oh, Mm -hmm. like, well, I wouldn't put it on, you know, because I really want to watch it. I would suggest somebody like, yeah, if you like Meryl Streep and mm-hmm. Goldie Hahn and, you know, dark comedy, then maybe you might like this. Yeah. I think it's good, but, you know, you know, you mm-hmm. might like it, but I, it wouldn't be the first movie that I would put on with a friend or with a family member. Like, I might see this telling my sisters, like, yeah, you should watch it when you're bored. <laughs> and there's nothing else that you want to watch, which is hard because there's so first many. First Wives Club. Yes, that is is first. Like, wait. First
1: Wives Club it. is better than this one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh my God. I love First Wives Club, Lauren. I can't wait for you to see it one day. I know. If it's... it's on TV or if it's on Netflix, it's such a good movie to watch. Yeah. You it's know, on one of it's...
1: those platforms.
2: Mm-hmm. It's on one of the platforms. Yeah. It's somewhere, but it's so good. And I love that movie, too. Like, that is a movie where, you know, even if, let's say, like, death becomes her, what's on TV but they're showing like a rerun of like Key and Peel. I'll watch Key and Peel instead. You know, like it's, it just, it's not a, it's not a movie that I would be excited to watch again.
1: Oh, right. I, I'll describe it as this. It's a movie you should watch at least through your lifetime, at least once, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it is good, but it's mm-hmm. not like a cult classic, you know?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it too. Because I'm the same way, like, right. would I watch it again? <laughs> like, would I watch it again? I don't know. I wouldn't purchase this movie. Um, Me neither. I guess yeah. that's the only reason you would rewatch it is the performances by by Meryl and Goldie Hawn, you know? Like, that's mm-hmm. really it. Um, it's nothing, I mean, and I feel like I miss quotes, you know, because they're so funny and they're, again, I just love the attitudes. It's great. But yeah, I I get what you guys mean. It's a good movie. It's just not like super rewatchable all the time, you know?
3: hmm
0: So I'm guessing we wouldn't if they were like, hey, showing at the draft house, would we all be running to see this movie? I don't know.
1: I think if it was like Halloween, going back to Halloween. Yeah. Yes. I think I would go in October. Like it is it is camp, um, you know, mm-hmm. like, super exaggerated. Um, and going back to, we're, like, we're circling Black to the beginning. Black. But I gotta be Black. Uh, we're circling <laughs> back to the beginning, um, where the marketing part, like, looking at the posters didn't work for me. Like, there were some memes and clips I saw, but Netflix did good in showing the potion scene. Like, I feel like yeah. that was the selling mm-hmm. point of the movie. Like, oh, yeah. that's what happens. Because... Like, the poster didn't tell me much about it. Um, exactly. So, yeah, I feel like Netflix hit it and, the, like, the nail and the hammer. Hammer with it. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, hit it straight on. Um, you know, this is why this movie's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's all, like, what do y'all think? Are we glad we saw this movie?
2: Yeah. I'm glad. hmm Because I did enjoy it. Yeah. And it brought up a lot of thoughts, apparently. hmm between us all it made us think much deeper than we thought it would mm-hmm. or resonated with us in different ways so I think that's good
1: yeah I'm, I'm happy I saw it again I'll, I'll repeat it's a movie you should at least watch what you want to one singer life um mm-hmm. so I'm glad I checked that out of my list um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's good I'm, I'm it makes me more curious to look back on you know, older movies that we've heard of. Like, I've never right. seen Kramer versus Kramer. Because now I'm curious as to what these really good actors and act, actors overall have yeah. done before. Because, again, um, I mentioned that I've never seen a Meryl Streep movie after, you know, 2000 or something. Yeah. Before 2000. So, it makes me more curious to, like, go back to the 70s or 80s. But, yeah, I'm happy mm-hmm. I saw it.
2: I'm just realizing now that maybe that's, like subconsciously that's why Rami and Alex didn't bring it up like as a movie for us to all watch and like do a podcast on maybe it just has doesn't have it, you know (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. well like to be honest because Lauren said she like went to sleep because she was tired I the first time I saw it I saw it in pieces Mm. um like I was not like hooked to the tv screen like 30 Mm -hmm. minutes in my family convinced me to go walking with them to work out a bit um, <laughs> and then I came back and put plate, and then they're like, hey, do you want to go grocery shopping? And I'm like, okay. You know, it was like, a, <laughs> it wasn't like, no, I need to see this movie right now. Yeah. I don't know, it's something yeah. about it that was missing the mark, that like, like the parent trap. I'll watch it like straight through. <laughs> 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 uh, and again, we, I know I, I listened to the House Bunny, and that we brought it up again there, but I don't know. There's just like something in that movie that didn't click. Like that. I like again. It's good, but something was missing that made it like bam, like a classic, like Beetlejuice or something mm-hmm. there. Um, and I go back to them redoing the the end, the the ending, and uh, the casting and the name of the movie. <laughs> there was something that didn't work um, to make it go all the way.
2: Hmm. I get it. Yeah. Like maybe mm-hmm. the idea was there and, but like, it was kind of rushed, maybe not mm-hmm. fully developed. It was not fully cooked in the oven. Mm. Which exactly. brings me to like Julie and Julia. I started right after I finished this movie and I only saw it all cause I was, it was right after work. Aaron had class. So I was like, well, I have like two hours to myself. I'll just watch the movie now. But then when he got home, we watched Julie and Julia and We paused it to like, you know, get dinner and stuff like that. But we were just both so tired. We're like, we need to finish it tomorrow. And we were both like really sad about having to pause it because it was so good. So Julie and Julie, I was like, no, but it's already 1030. I need to take a shower and get in bed, you know, kind of thing. Like I was like so drawn into that movie. Another Mural Street movie, you know, so maybe it's all about the writing and directing. Yeah, maybe it just wasn't really fully. Finished and it kind of showed in, Mm -hmm. you know, in the interest.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: It's always a bad sign.
0: Sorry, (laughs) I feel like it's a bad sign when you can't get the title down. You know what I mean? Like, what's the title? Mm -hmm. What's the title? And it's like, did we have that experience with Thanks, Jerry? What's the title? What's the title? (laughs) 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 But. I think it's also a bad side that the ending was rewritten. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It had a great ending though. I feel like it did because them two Mm -hmm. ending up together. um, Who knew, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I got to say it got pretty deep there. And if you made it to the end of the podcast, thank you so much for listening to the show. So if y'all haven't already, please like, subscribe, and follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at NeverSeenItTexas, that's S-C-E-N-E and then T-X, and give us your feedback or maybe even a film recommendation. We may watch it. I want to thank Amber and Smiley for joining me today, and I want to give a huge shout out to our technical producer, Rami Garza, and our social media coordinator, slash stage manager, Alejandra Garza, for making this podcast possible. All right, guys, well, until next time, bottoms up.